Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one listen to a really good cry with radhi devlukia on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hey everybody we're feeling great because now me and lacy are roommates hey it's the amber and lacy lacy and amber shoe lacy did you like that song <laughs> well i Hit the microphone and my headphones shot out of my ears. But yeah, I loved that song. It was actually positive. Everyone help Amber Stinks. Hey, <laughs> I don't stink. I don't. My new stinky roommate. No. No, she does not stink today. Don't even stink that Smells bad. great. She smells great. I smell a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's never perfect. It's never perfect, guys. Um. Okay. Welcome to the Amber and Lacey, Lacey and Amber Show. This podcast is a special, special time in all of our lives where we get to know a new friend through fun, games, laughter, good-natured ribbing, and a little bit of pressuring. So, Lacey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Guys, I just moved to New York. Now, we are in a tiny, I'm not going to say a tiny town, but maybe it is a tiny town to most outside of Manhattan, and I love it. We're doing a good job. Amber, uh, still living at the Cheesecake Factory daily. Every day. I can't change that. Every day. Trying to find a little, you know, um, jazz spot, and I'm not finding it. So Amber and I have just, you know, searching around town for, for new hangouts. That's been my thing. Now, listeners, when you become a black woman of a certain age, you're going to crave jazz. It's so true. I know it sounds crazy. It's so true. And you may be thinking to yourself, not me. Oh, buddy. Yes, you. Like freaking smooth jazz. You Man. will be in a linen, all white linen, in a folding chair, mm-hmm. in the park, listening to jazz on the green. You wait till they turn that Cardi B song that you're listening into now. <laughs> mm-hmm. They play it on that saxophone. Uh-huh. You're gonna. You're not you're gonna, gonna, gonna want to listen to anything else. It. Yeah. it doesn't make any sense. And Amber and I, I think we discovered that we were both doing this within like a year of each other starting. Yeah. She was like, "I have a confession to make. I'm listening to Smooth." <laughs> and I said, 
smooth jazz. Sitting out in a park. Bring your little chair. You're sitting in the sun. Jazz man's playing up there. It's embarrassing, but There's it's nothing real. you can do. Yeah. It's nothing you can, you're, this is going to happen to you. I, I'm sorry. Try to fight it. Yeah. So that's coming for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things you can look forward to getting older. Another thing is you're going to get a little bit heavier. Okay. And there's nothing you can do about that. I didn't want to believe that. Yeah. Me either. But me and Amber turn into some fat cats. <laughs> Amber, what did we do the day I moved here? Where did we go? We went to the gym and we bought gym memberships. Amber, how many times have we been <laughs> since we got the gym membership? Thank you for asking. Zero times. <laughs> We've actually been negative times because yeah. I put Jim on the calendar. She put it on the calendar. I had to erase that. <laughs> like once that day passes, you got it. You can't relive that day. It's no time bad. machine. I'm sorry, but we're a little bit bad. Guys, we're but getting better though. We're I, going to change. You, this is a promise to everyone in America. If you're in Canada, too fucking bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not promising We're Canada, not Canada shit. shit. Canada shit. Y'all got it so fucking good. You don't even know. Um, this is a promise. Starting the second. <laughs> of, the second of what? The second of what? The second What you talking about? is over. Oh, oh, I thought you meant the second of January. No. Because I can't. I'm busy that day. <laughs> I am. This is what I think. I think during the month of December, I don't have a lot of work I have to do. And we are going to live at the gym okay everybody buddy will be making gains will be squatting cars okay, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any tonka. gym terms she meant a tonka truck toy okay, tonka, truck. tonka truck okay so Lacey used to be a bodybuilder <sighs> it's so sad when you say used to I'm be I'm sorry I used do to be do you want to get in a competition now <laughs> Because no. neither do I. No, I don't. But we both used to be, and this is true, just cut as fuck. Fucking prison ripped. It, <laughs> a truly, truly muscular people. We were. Yeah. We were. It's easy to get it back. It really is. Our muscle memory. We'll get it. I mean, you We've gotta just find been living our, <laughs> living our best lives. And that's true. That's true. We've been eating yeah. and eating and eating. Yeah. It's, uh, <sighs> we need an adult. <laughs> to come in here and be like, "What? Stop it!" And, and, and you better be strong, because I like three dinners. <laughs> I'm I'm into three dinners now. The thing is, if you could just stop eating at nighttime, but it's the night, the sun setting is what activates my hunger. If I didn't eat until nighttime, I'd be fine. My eating is what activates my hunger. Once I eat, <laughs> I can't stop. I'm like, I'll just have. Two more servings. But, guys, Lacey was always like this. Always. Always the eatinest bug. I think I ate more. Yeah. Eatinest. Yeah. More than a grown man. And that's more. Way more. more. You know when you go on that first date and you're like, don't be a pig. Don't be a pig. Because you don't want them to see how much you can eat. And I remember going on this first date and (laughs) we had pasta and shrimp. And he had pasta and shrimp. And he was big, big dude. Not like fat, fat, but just big, muscular dude. And he said, man, I could still eat. And he said, I know you probably couldn't. I said, man, I could still eat. So then we went to a second location and ordered steaks. (laughs) And he said, 
oh my God, you ate that whole steak. I said, listen, guy, you, you, you said you could eat again. I told you <laughs> what I wanted. <laughs> that was a good date, man. Wow. We man. had two dinners. And I was told, I could have ate some more, but I was like, let's not be a pig. Yeah. Dang, girl. Yeah. You're really good at eating. Thank you. I, I told people I'm a professional eater. She really yeah, is. I am. I wish you could eat um, competitively, but there's <sighs> nothing. I would win. All the competitive food that people eat is fucking disgusting. It's terrible. I don't want to eat a thousand hot dogs. No, but if you give me some pizza, fucking yeah, mm, 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 mm. some pasta, some scrimps, some pizza, pizza, and oh no, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's okay. I'm only doing a podcast. Um, guys, thanks for tuning in today. Because if you don't, then what's the point? <laughs> today we have a really special show. We have a guest who I love, and I think we're gonna force him to love both of us. Uh, he already loves me. What, what? are you talking he about? Does? Yes, thank you. No, I don't want him to. Today's guest is a guy you're going to absolutely love. You want to know why? Because we already love him. His name is John Marco Ceresi, and we love him. Sweet guy. He's a sweet little baby. He's my best friend. What? We grew up together in Italy. What? Yeah. You grew up A lot up of people don't him? know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to ask him if he speaks don't Italian ask. because that's racist. It is. I, I really want to. And he does. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I just made that up. I don't know. Guys, we're terrible. But you're great. You want to know why? Because you tuned in. So hold on to your butts. Because when we come back, we're going to meet John Marco. Yay! Yay! Hacks is back for season three. And so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, we're in for a treat because today we get to spend time with our friend and we cannot wait to introduce him. So here goes. He's a very funny stand-up comedian with his stand-up most recently featured on Netflix's Verified Stand-Up. He's the host of the podcast, The Downside, with Gianmarco Ceresi. It's none other than Gianmarco Ceresi. Welcome to the show, Gianmarco. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, Big fight on how to pronounce your name. Big fight. fight. Everyone, everyone. I know I get Scorsese a lot. Yep. Uh, all sorts of things. You did great. I want it. I want it to be I think so. I don't want to lie to you. Sure. And that was what Me I too. was fighting for, and I was wrong. And because you exist outside of this podcast, I've called you Scoresi out and about in the world, and I'm sorry about that. That's great. Yeah. I mean, whoever that is is getting a lot of offers <laughs> for corporate events. Good for him. <laughs> he's, he's everyone's favorite stand-up, but I'm so sorry. Um, before we get to our first game, John Marco, what are all of your feelings? Oh gosh, a, a lot, a lot of feelings. I, uh, uh, you know, I, I think uh, with holiday stuff coming up, I'm kind of navigating that. So there's a lot of feelings, resentment, uh, uh, <gasps> stubbornness. Um, uh, you know, that, that that's that's where my mind is at. Mm, resentment. What are you resenting? Well, I think what always happens, I always say they're going to have to come to me this year in New York. I travel for my whole living and I just want to stay put for a holiday. And then I always capitulate right in the last day. My dad will call and I'm like, okay, dad, I'll come home. But not this year. Not this year. So I'm just I'm fortifying myself to stay here. They haven't called you yet. You might not be invited. Listen, my dad will wait till day of. He'll wait till day of. John Marco, you can come up to my house and you Thank can have you. Thanksgiving here. I'm, I'm flattered. That would be lovely. You're invited. 100%. Now, it's probably just as far. <laughs> where's, your, where's your family at? Uh, my dad's in Maryland. Potomac, Maryland. Very dull. Very boring. How would you uh, get there? Drive a car? I can't even drive. I, I have a driver's license. Come on. I don't, I don't know how. Oh I can parallel park once in 2006. That's all I'm able to do. And uh, I... I, I I'm fingers crossed for self-driving cars. Not a big Elon Musk fan, but I am hoping for him to nail that one aspect of his vision. I mean, guys, wouldn't it be great? I would love a self-driving car. We're a hundred years behind. Mm. <laughs> They've got to perfect that. 
way more. I no. know. Yeah. They do yeah, it now in like San Francisco. You'll I know, see but people just... are still getting into accidents. And they also they had a problem. They the people were uh, they were making love in the cars. Well, hey, and so I'm they not, they had some kind that. of alert. <laughs> of course they you are. Said making love. <laughs> well, I don't know. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. You know, I think I'm a cursor, but I have an inbuilt sensor until I'm given the you go can ahead. Say we fuck. do not cuss here. They were <laughs> fucking in these cars. They were eating ass. Sorry. They were they were 69. It was nuts. <laughs> it was <laughs> not eating ass, but that is what Elon <laughs> would want. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. what he would have wanted. He did say that earlier. <laughs> um John Marco, thank you for telling us your feelings. <laughs> sure. Anytime. I really do think you should come up here if these people don't get their act together. Come up if here. That... We'll, I'll send you the address. Okay, guys, on the Amber and Lacey, Lacey and Amber show, we subject our guests to an expert quiz where we take a subject our guest is an expert on and we quiz them. It's kind of right there in the title. Now, if we win, we are the cutest. If the guest wins, then they are the cutest. John Marco, we hear you know a lot about Broadway, but mm-hmm. pre-2010. It's it's very because I went to college for musical theater. <gasps> and I was I was I was a musical theater Ooh. boy. And then I, college really beat the joy and the love out of it for me. <laughs> and uh I I kind of dropped off. What? I, I really dropped off listening to musical theater. I felt pain when I watched it because I wanted I kind of wanted to be up there, but I was done. So oh, no. I, I I do think that my knowledge up to that point is pretty good for oh musical theater. Oh my gosh. This kid, wait, does this mean you can sing? I mean, I, I used to be able to, but I haven't taken voice lessons. Give you us a little something. Give oh, us a little something. Okay, okay. Uh, let's, let's see. Um, <clears throat> uh, I have often walked down the street before, but the pavement always stayed beneath my feet before. All at once am I several mm-hmm. stories high, knowing I'm on the street where you live. <sighs> Yay! And oh, it, that towering feeling. All right, good, that's good. A, Glad a, we have. That's beautiful. Yeah. What, what musical is on the street that is where you live? My that Fair is Lady? My Fair Lady, yes. My <gasps> Fair Lady. And uh, I did a musical theater camp, Patrick Wilson, who played that role on Broadway. He was there. And after like his master class, I said, I said, I said, Patrick Wilson, I, I sing this song sometimes. What do you think the character's objective is here? And he said, they were doing the scene change. So you just have to distract the audience from them doing the scene change. Damn. And I was like, I was like, that was such a big acting lesson for me <laughs> that sometimes it doesn't have a fucking objective. You're just distracting people. From things moving. I know that's right. I'm um, doing the whiz right now, and buddy, I'm like stretch it out. Um, but uh, did you see on the Tonys? I think it was two years ago during the in memoriam when Billy Porter sang on the street where you live, but he sang it in a minor key, and he sang on the street where you lived. Oh my god, I did not see that, but I would love to see that. I cried myself sick. It was so freaking good i love that that i would say on the street where you live is one of my top 10 songs best songs of all time favorite song it's one of my absolute favorite songs and that was the quiz you win (laughs) hell yeah we're done okay we got a quiz for you and our producer becca will take it from here hello all righty are you guys ready for 
5,2500 minutes. How do you measure measure a Broadway fan? I've done too many syllables, but let's see who knows the most about Broadway. But 2010 and pre. I, I, thought, you, I thought you were going to say 525,600 <laughs> questions. But instead, you took a very I, I different I should have twist. said questions. That would have made more sense. But me deliriously writing, I didn't get there. I didn't want to be here a long time. Well, <laughs> are you ready are for the first good. question? It's kind of an easy one. I'm so excited. In which Broadway yes. musical does Jack sing, There's a Giant in the Sky? Is it A, A Little Night beep. Music? Oh, oh, oh. Beep. Is that how it works? Do I go beep? Yeah, in the woods. I mean, there's no, no you just rules. Shout it, man. Just, we don't just care. Yell it. We you got no rules. The questions are different. They're not all multiple choice, but you got it. <laughs> all right, it you got is it. Into, into the, the woods. woods. No, everybody, everybody got it. Yeah. Well, Lacey didn't get it. She didn't know. <laughs> I knew in my heart. We'll give Lacey a half a point. Mm. Half a point. Yeah. See how we there's, play here? There's no rules. Got it. Got it. They gave me a point for thinking. That that's my nature. Immediately, I'm like, so how do I win this game a hundred percent? How does everyone know that I am the victor? Okay. All right. Next be question. Because I don't need to explain in the woods, y'all. Y'all got it. Um, Jeopardy style. Yep. This musical was one of the first Broadway musicals to center on a homosexual relationship. What is? He's uh, my mister and I'm his mister. Uh, La Caja Falls. Oh. Boom. I knew this. Like, I got it. Uh, Open on Broadway in 1983. It broke barriers for gay representation on Broadway. It tells the story of a gay couple, George, the manager of a St. Tropez nightclub featuring drag entertainment and Alvin, his romantic partner in star attraction and Alvin. the farcical adventures that ensue with George's son, John Michael, brings home his fiance's ultra-conservative parents to meet them. The show's act one finale, I Am What I Am, received praise as a gay anthem and has been widely recorded. And I it was am. the inspiration for what famous movie with Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. <gasps> the Birdcage. Bird bird bonus Yay. point. Okay, that's a bonus that point. Us each I get a, a half a point, point. <laughs> for answering this <laughs> question. That's how Everyone got a bonus guys. point. Thank you never know where a point's okay. going to come from. Next question. Can you guess a song that was added to Beauty and the Beast when Tony Braxton joined the Broadway production in 1998? And bonus, can you sing it? 100%. 100%. Uh, let's think. Oh. I got it. It's just another sad beast, man. <laughs> I really thought that was going to be serious. No, that's a song <laughs> you just wrote. <laughs> like crazy. Wait, but wait, though. We could figure this out. We can't. I can't. A, a song that was added. Yeah, I don't know what would be added. Do you want a hint? Uh, uh, yeah, I do want a hint. Change in it. Wait. Uh, is this from the movie? No. And the just play? The, the or just show? the Man, nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> <Y'all>. <laughs> John Barco, did you see Beauty and the Beast on Broadway? In 1998. No, I didn't see it on Broadway. I saw like a community <laughs> theater production in Maryland. So no, oh, I, I don't so know maybe. if they, they did the Tony Braxton remix of that one. Well, it's not in there. I'll give it to y'all. It is A Change in Me, which was written specially for Tony Braxton when the R&B singer joined the production in the role of Belle and has been included in the musical ever since. Yeah, so, so you, you probably did see probably it. have seen it. Maybe. And I can't sing it for Maybe. you because I cannot sing. I can sing it There's a change A change in me I mean close (laughs) 
We the like to make up songs. Probably. Are, and that sounds good. There's been a change in me, a kind of moving on, though what I used to be, I still depend on. For now, I realize that good can come from bad that may not make me wise, but oh, it makes me glad. And then it goes on. Oh. So so nice. Belle can't be wise? Apparently not. I mean, she wasn't really wise okay. for Love and the Beast. All right. Yeah, her she captor. falls in love with her. Her. her it's, it's, yeah. Anyone oh, can harsh. suffer from Munchausen syndrome. Is that yeah, what it is? Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Syndrome. It's a little bit of oh, Stockholm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Beauty and the Beast is like, I can fix him if it yes. was an entire musical. Yeah. And he took my dad. But, it's you great. know. <laughs> and he took my dad. <laughs> he did. He put him in a All dungeon. Right. Yeah, guys. Next question. Don't delve too deep. Which Broadway musical featured a helicopter on stage? Was it A, South Pacific, B, Miss Saigon, C? Miss Saigon. Miss Saigon. Saigon. We got it. Yay. When most people think of Miss Saigon, two things come to mind. The wartime love story between Chris and Kim and the helicopter. The technical highlight of the show that evacuates the last Americans in Saigon from the embassy roof while a crowd of abandoned Vietnamese people look on in despair. That is Miss Saigon. Really, that's the thing they remember because the thing that I remember when I hear Miss Saigon is a British white actor playing a Vietnamese person. That's the thing that I recall <laughs> from that original production. <laughs> the racial injustice of Broadway. <laughs> Big yikes. All right. Next question. Jeopardy style. The musical is the longest running musical in Broadway history. Phantom of the Opera. Chicago? It is Phantom of the Opera. Oh. But I didn't give Lacey a chance to answer. Lacey, what would you have answered? You didn't. You I know. Didn't. You just it's hard jumped in both there. on one screen, so I'm like, <laughs> y'all answer together. Like, normally, there's three screens. That's okay. I'm giving myself <laughs> half a point. <laughs> I, that's on me, and Lacey does get a half a point for that. You skip Lacey. Lacey. She gets half a point. That's the rules. Those are the rules. But now, now La- so, Lacey and Amber, let me, let me ask you. So that production's pretty tired. It's Chicago. has been on for a long time. But they do a lot of like, you know, guests come in for a week, two weeks. Would you go in and do a role in Chicago, would that be something you would do? Yeah, I would. Yeah. If they had a role, I could do. You know what I mean? Because there's naked lady number one and naked lady number two, and I do not care for that. Hey. Then you the, could be the, the lawyer. Other, the, the lawyer. They go, they go everywhere with that lawyer. Everyone's played that lawyer. I could be lawyer. Billy Flynn? Yeah, I mean, a lot. Of, like, yes. They've had, they've had basketball stars. They, Usher did Billy Flynn at some point. That's right. Uh, uh, the, the guy from Seinfeld. <laughs> everyone's done Billy Flynn. <gasps> I want to be guy, Billy Flynn. I don't want to be... Mama. Sorry. Sure. It's sure. not a good song. I don't care for that song. It's not fun. But oh yes, oh yes, they both reached for the gun, baby. That puppet song? I want to be the puppet. <gasps> oh man. Yay. Oh my god. One of my favorites. I didn't That'd think cool. I wanted to be in Chicago, but now I know. I do. Yay. Yay. All right. Next question. True or false? <laughs> Harold Hill's profession in the music man is a gambler. Uh false. A gambler, no. False. He's a Yes. In the music man? He's a gamp. He's he's the he's selling them. He's selling he's selling instruments, right? He's a music man. He's a what? He's a what? He's a music man with a big trombone. <laughs> um, he's he's a he's a he's a grifter. Okay, so Amber's got grifter. Lacey, do you have a theory? He's selling fake instruments. Y'all are all instruments? vaguely correct. Yes, she, he is a con man. Which is a grifter. There you go. The instruments are real. It's the teaching that's fake. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's where he gets his money. Exactly. Getting them to buy those instruments. I think he's getting a cut. It says, Conman Harold Hill poses as a boys band organizer and leader, selling band instruments and uniforms to naive Midwestern townsfolk and promising to train the new band, then skipping town before the instruments arrive. So, John Marco was wrong. Well, yes. I Excuse <laughs> me, I played it in eighth grade, okay? I, I know this excuse role me. like the back. He I can sing all the songs this. right now. 
I mean, he's I, not I, a gambler. I, yeah, no, yeah. John Marco said false. No, no, no. He's I said he wasn't. He didn't say he was. The question was true or false. Whatever. The music man was a gambler. Oh, I thought the oh, question no, was no. what was he? The question was true or false. And John Marco was right in the I false. I don't like, but y'all listening. were more right because you said grifter. So. There you go. That's 20 oh, was, points right there. I'm sorry, I didn't know you, you added on to the true or false. I thought it was just one or the other. I I was very upset at the, the revival of the show. That's true. Because they had Hugh Jackman play the, the music man. <laughs> and that's too good looking of a person to play. I love you him. You can't have good looking people play these parts. He goes into the library. Oh, why does Marion fall in love with him? I know why. He's fucking Hugh Jackman. Give me a break. <laughs> he didn't need to be Give a grifter. Give me a break. He just had to be Hugh Jackman. Exactly. Yeah, Hugh Jackman's not going to be a grifter. Oh, he just gets I to show it. up and say you're well, welcome. Yeah. You get to Speaking look at of me. Hugh Jackman, <laughs> why is Jean Valjean imprisoned in Les Mis? Because he stole bread. Bread. It's bread. Stole bread. I did steal bread. It was multiple choice, but I knew y'all were just going to answer it. So I yeah. just let y'all let y'all go. But yes, bread. it says, <laughs> it's set in 19th century France, Les Mis is the story of Jean Valjean, a French peasant, and his desire for redemption after serving 19 years in jail for having stolen a loaf of bread for his sister's starving child. That's harsh. Oh, good. That Beauty and the Beast question was like a million <laughs> times harder than, it was like, that was like the final level of Jeopardy. Like I know, some of these I scattered in and I was like, damn, this is kind of hard, but I didn't kind of do it in an order that made sense. I just wrote them as I went. Uh, these next few, I feel, I'm like, is this one hard? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What kind of gambling operation does Nathan Detroit run in Guys and Dolls? A, a poker game? Craps. Horse racing. Okay, we got one for horse oh, racing, horse right one for here. poker, and one for craps. Are y'all ready for the answer? Oh, oh, actually, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Horse racing, that's just the song. It's uh. Luck be a lady tonight. A I guess craps. Tonight. Is it craps? Dice? Craps? It's craps. Craps. Lacey and John Marco oh. are correct. It's craps. Nathan is having difficulty finding a location for his notorious yeah. floating craps game due to police pressure from Lieutenant Brannigan. Uh, fun fact. Oh. So Nathan Lane, <laughs> that's not his real name. He changed it to Nathan because his original name was already taken by Equity and he played Nathan in Broadway's Guys and Dolls. And that's how he oh. got the name Nathan. Oh, wow. That's cool. You know everything. Oh, you know everything. That is worth a point. point. That's worth an extra He gets point. a point for that. Okay, we got point. two more questions. Well, really one more question. The second one okay. is kind of like a fun one. But Jeopardy style, which musical was an all-black cast broke the record for most Broadway performances? The Lion King? Are there white people in Lion King? Probably. probably I think so. I think like Timon. Timon, yeah. (laughs) Um, Go on with the Wiz. The Porgy and Bess. Yeah. Or the. I mean, I would. The Wiz. Yes, Porgy and Bess. It's not the Wiz. Yeah, that wasn't long. Super long running. I don't. I don't think. Like nothing. It's the color purple. Okay, so I remember saying the color purple. Oh, Porgy and Bess. Porgy and Bess. Are you saying Porgy and Bess? Yes. Mm. None of y'all are right. Oh, give us a what hint. What was it? It's Shuffle Along. Shuffle oh. Along. What years was that? Shuffle Along premiered on Broadway in 1929 or 1921 and marked the first oh, oh, full-fledged wow. Broadway musical with an all-black cast, playwright, composer, and lyricist. The show was a hit running for a then-record 484 nights on Broadway. It launched the careers of Josephine Baker, Adelaide Hall, Florence Mills, Freddie Washington, and Paul Robeson and became such a hit it caused curtain time traffic jams on West 63rd Street. Yay! Wow. And the final bonus question. Everyone has to sing a song from the woods. (gasps) 
Are y'all panicking? Sure, sure. That's what people want to see from me. I <laughs> I wrote the whiz. I'm like, Amber, you wrote the I'm ready. Okay. I want to go last. I'll okay, go. go. It's second. the song. Okay, everybody knows. <laughs> he's on down. He's on uh, down the road. Sing it with me, John Marco. I know you're going to choose that one. <laughs> uh, if you, uh, what's it? If you can't stop the... Come on, ease on down, ease on down, down the road. Good job. Amber, go. Now, I am writing The Wiz. It's touring America right now. It lands on Broadway in March of 2024. Amazing. In our version of The Wiz, we have an extra song, a trunk song from uh, the original Wiz that goes like this. I wonder, wonder why. He laid this trip on me. Um, It's Wonder, Wonder Why. And it's a song from The Wiz. And it's really cute. And Dorothy sings it in her all is lost Good job. Good job, Okay, now I feel like everyone crushed it. You know he beat us. very one. This man was adding facts in and all that. Which yeah. is what we love. That's why you're the expert. And this was your expert quiz. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Good job. Thank you. Okay. John Marco won. And that makes him the cutest. Okay. It's time for us to take a quick break. And while we're doing that, we need you to multitask. Keep listening. Check out and make sure that you watch John Marco's Netflix special and his podcast, The Downside Pod. Okay. We'll be right back. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. We're having a great time getting to know you. But now we want to look deep inside your soul and learn something about you that you love a lot. This segment is called Can You Stand It? And it's a time where we tell everyone about something we've got or something we've just learned about recently that we love so much that we just can't stand it. So is there something that you've discovered? You know, like Lacey, do you have one? I do. And it's a gross Can You Stand It? Now, One of my really good friends, Mickey, she's out there. She's listening. She loves sports. You know I don't care about sports at all. And I just happened to see something about her favorite quarterback, I think he is. Uh, Patrick Mahomes does not wash his underwear. And he wears it on game day. And the only time he washes it, I think, is if they lose. This has disturbed me. This is something you hear about, like you'll see it on a sitcom and it's silly. People are actually out there with their lucky underwear. And I'm disturbed by this. And if I ever see him, he's in a million commercials. He's in Subway. He's in, And I just see him and think about the underwear. I feel sad. That's gross. And if he's doing it, everybody's doing it. Everyone's out there. Your jaws are going to stink anyway. You're running around and you're sweating. But if you've won four times in a row... Guys, it's not worth it. You've got to see a doctor. Something's going to happen to you. <laughs> that's, that's really terrible, guys. And I'm sorry I shared that. Hope no one's eating out there. <sighs> but these are issues, okay? John Marco, how many times have you worn the same <laughs> underwear in a row? I mean, I, I, you know, in a crisis, in a crisis, <gasps> I'm on the road. I didn't, I underpacked uh, maybe the next day, but not a workout after a workout. Though That's done. After the Super Bowl? After the Super Bowl, those are going in the trash. Those are burn. I'm burning them. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Any luck they had is gone. <laughs> luck isn't filth. And that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm going to send them a shirt that says luck is not filth. I would say luck is cleanliness. It is. That's all I have, guys. That's Jim my can stand it. Do you have anything that you love so bad? I, I worry. I worry this is going to be very, very uh, fun. But I, I, as I said, I travel a lot. I, I like healthy snacks, huh? and it's tough. It's tough to get healthy snacks. And I recently I found these things. They're called brami lupini. They are. It's Italian. It's it's from Italy. They're lupini beans, and they're flavored, and they're they're low. Uh, they're very little of a, a fat or sugar or anything, and they're just flavored garlic and rosemary, hot chili. I, and so I've been eating them like once one bag a day. So I I really do want to say I, I can't stand how much money I'm spending on these Brahmi Lupini beans because they cost a lot. 
because they're from Italy, I think, directly. They sound expensive. You're yeah. saying you're saying beans, but you said bag. Yeah, it's a, a bag, bag of beans. It's a bag of, of pickled lupini beans. And they're they don't go bad and you can travel with them. Don't and, tell uh, Amber this. No, you you need yes. I need these. You know, I go on these airplanes, and what what are the snacks? It's chi- I, I flew. I was in France. I performed in France, and I flew back. They had three different helpings of chocolate on the one flight. I said, I can't, I can't do this. I'm not eating my chocolate on the plane. I need some Brahmi Lupini beans, and I whipped them out. <laughs> okay, I said so, I may be in France, but I'm going Italian today. The elephant in the room. You got gas, don't you? <laughs> I mean, let's just talk about it. Okay, we talked about Mahomes' pants. <laughs> look, look. What's if you want on? to avoid the gas, you got to afford first class. But if you're back in business class with me, you you got to you got to deal with it. It's worth it. Yeah, at least they're gassy. at least the Brahmi Lupini. It's different flavors, so you know maybe it's garlic and rosemary gas. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's hot jalapeno. A little chili, a little chili gas. This does oh. make me want to try it. Really, I'm serious. Try it. It's okay. really good. Lupini beans. Can I get them at the grocery? Uh, yeah, but like it's like I get it at the the like nice little store in the East Village grocery store. So they're there, they're out there. And I just looked it up. You can't get it online. Um, yeah, Lupini. Check it out, Lupini. Lupini, not a rapper. Mm. No, what I would have (laughs) thought. Okay, so my can you stand it? It's really special. Um, now I also travel a lot, and anytime I travel, I'm like, oh. I really, I really wish I had something I'm something Amber, familiar. if you say this, we're kicking you off the I'm show. I'm not going to say what you think. So whenever I'm out of town, you are. I like to go can't stand this woman. to the Cheesecake Factory. Something that you don't know, sir, is that she says this for almost every Can You Stand It. Yay! I am sorry that she she loves Cheesecake Factory. I think she's trying to become, um, you know, one of their spokespersons or something. I should. Can someone out there in the United, it doesn't have to be anywhere in the world, help my sister find another fucking restaurant than no. the Cheesecake Factory? No. Is it is it good? Because I went when I was like, you know, in, in middle school, that was like a, a thing. You did. After you saw Casper in the movie theaters, you would go to the Cheesecake Factory. But is it is it is it okay? Food? It's sure. fine. It's stop. It's fine. It's, it's the best normal, food of all time. It's a normal restaurant. And yo ass is why I'm not getting this endorsement. <laughs> cheesecake Factory is the best food in the entire world. That's that's gonna I be mean, a rough oh ad. Lord. It's normal. It's normal. We no. know what you've heard. It's yeah. normal. That might be come. their new thing. It's normal. Come on in. Anyone can eat here. It is so good. John Marco, there is nothing you can order there that tastes bad. And that's true. They do not miss. It's above TGI Fridays. That's what you're talking about. It's above a TGI 100%. Fridays and chili. It is. Okay. It is. Okay. It is. And that's good. I'll take it. But it's do good. you need to be going there four times a week? You absolutely do not. Not enough. And <laughs> if you think I'm joking. <laughs> She lives there. She can walk in and be like, my usual. <laughs> they know her there. She'll be like, that's a new worker. That's Timothy. He just started two weeks ago. It's too much. Okay. It's too much. What flavor What flavor cheesecake are you getting? Um, Oddly, I don't really get a lot of cheesecake no. at the Cheesecake Factory. But my favorite used to be Dutch apple cheesecake. They stopped making it. <gasps> mm. I know. So I had to learn how to make my own cheesecake. Amber does love to make she's been making cheesecake since she was tiny she would always make us cheesecake at home so she does know how to make cheesecake really and maybe that's why 
her heart is tethered. I haven't seen cheesecake. cheesecake in a while. I feel like it, it's kind of uh, fallen out of favor. I haven't seen one in a, in a good long while. A cheesecake? Yeah, maybe I'm going to the wrong parties, but but I haven't seen one in a bit. Cheesecake doesn't travel well. Mm. You can't just be leaving it out and stuff. It, it gets warm and that makes you sad. <laughs> Come to the Cheesecake Factory with us. We'll be there tomorrow <laughs> if you need oh, yeah. some cheesecake. So. Yay! Yeah, we will be there tonight, and that's not a joke. <laughs> that should, Dumois should have you there every day, like spotted at the Cheesecake Factory for the fifth day in a row. They can just write that ahead of time. I'll be there. I will definitely be there. Um, how dare you say it's not absolutely excellent? You Guys. know it's good. You know it's good. It's good. It's great. Okay. I apologize. Don't cry because Amber's going to cry after this. to me. Apologize <laughs> to the cheesecake. <laughs> oh, boy. And next week, we will be talking about the Cheesecake Factory. Yay. And guys, that's that. We didn't cry. But we made a new friend. Thank you, Jean-Marco. Thank Was it wrong that I rolled? The it was, that no, was wrong. Was it wrong? Okay. No, it's wonderful. Thanks, okay. racist. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up with John Marco by following him on Instagram at at John Marco Soraci. You want to put an extra C in there? Keep it. <laughs> Keep your dang second C. John Marco, do you have any parting words for everyone listening? Oh God, I I just I remember uh, what my high school basketball coach always used to tell me: you miss a hundred percent of the shots you take. <laughs> And then he kicked you off the team. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, follow John Marco and follow us at Amber Ruffin and at Lacey Lamar one. If you like what you heard, say something nice and rate and review us. And if you didn't like what you heard, eat shit. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, dad, I did not say that. I know you know our voices. That was Amber. I didn't say that. I love you. Um, just kidding. I love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.